You want to make your fantasy sports league more than a fantasy? Then you need Trophy Smack. It's the number one store for fantasy and tournament trophies, belts, draft boards, loser awards, and other ridiculous products. Trophy Smack is more than just a trophy company with outstanding customer service and products. It's the very essence and heart of every fantasy league. And if you click now, trophysmack.com gives you free shipping, a free loser poster, and can have the hardware to you in a few days. Bragging rights included. Go to trophysmack.com right now and take your fantasy league to the next level. Welcome to the Dynasty Happy Hour Podcast. Pull up a chair and kick up your feet as you get ready to enjoy some of the industry's most entertaining and actionable Dynasty content on the planet. We're talking veterans, rookies, sleepers, and oh yeah, you know the crew has those dad jokes ready for you. So let's not wait any longer and bring on the host or some combination of Doug, James, and Tyler. Hello and welcome back to the Dynasty Happy Hour presented this week by Fantasy Points Media Group. Make sure you check out the website fantasypoints.com. Got some early 2022 little spiffs. If you sign up early and subscribe, you're going to get some discounts, which is awesome. Did want to give a shout out to our boy Ray GQ with the new intro. So if you notice, we have a new intro this week, which is absolutely awesome. So now we, we have to up the ante and dad jokes, which really isn't too much of a problem. Right, Tyler? Yeah, I mean... Our first couple years, it was easily 60, 40 dad jokes <laughs> to actual content. And and we've actually stepped up our content and our dad jokes have definitely fallen. We need so to bring back the dad jokes. I think I think yeah. it's time. I mean, anybody can do content. Anybody can. Anybody can That's give true. advice. Not everybody can give the dad jokes. Not everyone's qualified, Tyler. It's true. It's true. Yeah. So I love it. So this week uh, on Dynasty Happy Hour, we are going to talk to you about QBs. And what we're going to do is we're going to go over some super super flex ADP on uh, Dynasty League Football. And the exercise that we're going to do is if we are going to buy, sell, or hold at their current draft position. Now, super flex seems like the way to go. Most of the leagues that I play in now, at least from a Dynasty perspective, are super flex format as well as tight end premium. It's the way to go. Uh, so we're going to talk about that this week. And there's a lot of good debates here because quarterback, let's be completely honest, in 2021, low-key kind of sucked. Yeah. Like, 2020 was an awesome year for fantasy quarterbacks. Like, I've never seen a year like we had in 2020 when it came to the quarterback position. This year, it was the guys that, you know, were your ride or dies, your Patrick Mahomes, your Dak Prescotts, very, Kyler Murray, very up and down. Lamar Jackson starting to get hurt. Justin Herbert was up and down, although his final numbers are great. Tom Brady, he's old and he's still amazing. But there's a lot of really interesting plot points when it comes to quarterback this year, especially in Superflex. And we'll talk a little bit. Maybe we'll talk a little bit about this rookie class, too, while we're talking about quarterbacks. Tyler, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, that's perfectly fine. The issue is if we stay inside the top 12, I don't think we're going to be talking much about rookies like we were oh, we're last gonna go, year. We should, we should go deeper. De- deeper okay we can for sure go past 12 but yeah yeah i mean this rookie class is so far what i've seen is interesting to say the least james what do you think of this rookie class i know it's going to gain hype as we get into the combine and then the draft hits and then someone's picked inside the top 10 we didn't expect and then they're going to be a first round pick and landing spot i mean it's all about landing spot every team that needs a quarterback 
is actually a decent team. Like the Steelers, the Falcons can actually get a quarterback for 2023 this year. Um, (laughs) I mean, there's, there's a ton of options out there. The giants, they could be a quarterback away. They've got Saquon. And if they were to switch away from Daniel Jones, they've got some weapons. I mean, that could be an option. Uh, the Eagles, maybe we'll talk about that. Uh, yep. There's there's going to be some good teams, and I think the Steelers are the the creme de la creme because of the weapons. Najee Harris. The only w- issue is the offensive line. So Coral could be I'm the a, option there. <laughs> I'm a little interested to see what happens even before the rookie draft um, in free agency because there's going to yeah. be a lot of changes, With a trades, lot of quarterback yeah. carousel. Um, you know, we we know Aaron Rodgers isn't comfortable where he is. We know there's a couple other uh, free agent quarterbacks hitting the mar- open market. So that'll be interesting to to see. And Detroit. that will also set the stage for the combine and for the draft to to even build up these rookie quarterbacks coming into the league. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting offseason, like you said, James, because of some of the moving parts, like what's going to go on with Deshaun Watson. If the Houston Texans signed Brian Flores as a head coach, is Watson going to play for him because apparently Flores wanted Watson down in Miami so that's an interesting twist you know today the Seattle Seahawks met with Pat uh, Pete Carroll and their GM John Schneider it looks like Carroll's going to be back next year they said oh, nothing to report here but I would not be surprised if Russell Wilson's on the move that team has a lot of needs and what's a good way to fill some of those needs is to make a trade and get some first round picks for your franchise quarterback uh, and maybe get a young quarterback in return that they can work with so lots of interesting stuff uh, this offseason sure what was that meeting like with Pete Carroll? Was it just all gumshoe? I was just going to say, it went like this. It was like, yeah. Is there some like ASMR? I'll, I'll be back next year. Thanks. Yeah. He reminds I mean, me of the Muppet. The nom, 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 That's one of my, I, honestly, <laughs> to this day, the alien Muppet one where they're in the window just chatting. <laughs> It, yeah. it still holds up. It's still hilarious. Yeah, that's Pete Carroll. He chews his gum like a freaking cow, and it drives me absolutely insane. And you but know, he's a, you know you what? Know. Seventy years old, he doesn't look it. So yeah. credit to him. Maybe it's and, the gum chewing. I don't and know. you know, and you know, for it's a fact, like shoes. all of his answers is like, <laughs> yep, yep. He's like Bugs Bunny chewing on a carrot at all yeah. times. And by the way, chewing gum. I don't know how. Pete Carroll doesn't have TMJ. I mean, I have it, and I used to chew gum like crazy. He chews gum at 70, and I don't know how. I mean, that joint is not just tense as can be at all time. out right now. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's possible. All right, so are we ready to jump into this, boys? Have you watched some playoff football this weekend? Yes, and Pittsburgh is officially up 7-0 as we are talking now. Oh, no. Hey, Hey, Juju. Shout out to TJ Watt, I believe, with a turnover score oh really he had a he had a deflection for and now uh, bush picked it off earlier yeah. he's a he's a difference maker oh yeah he's it's a fumble, a defensive fumble player recovery of the for a touchdown wow <clears throat> he should be defensive player of the year i mean with without a doubt he's got my vote he tied the sack record so just give it to him i'm fine with it all right let's get into these super flex dynasty adp values now this is as of december 2021 i don't think Honestly, much changes on this list. Uh, It hasn't been updated for January. Startups has, um, but we're going to go with Superflex here. Startups are a little bit of a different animal. 
Um, and, you know, we're already in existing leagues for the most part. I'm not doing any startups this year no. because, frankly, I have too many nope, freaking nope, leagues nope, as nope, it is. Nope, 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 <laughs> nope, 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 nope. <laughs> Mine. Uh, so let's go into Superflex Dynasty ADP for December. Your number one overall rank is the man who's playing right now who just fumbled it away, Patrick Mahomes. Now, Mahomes, obviously, he's been the bee's knees for a handful of years. He's a Super Bowl champion. But this year, Patrick Mahomes... Uh, looked a little human to me. Lots of turnovers. You know, he did have some games where he stuffed the stat sheet, um, but very reliant on Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey. My number one concern with Mahomes has always been, what if one of those guys goes down and misses the season? Like, you have to downgrade Patrick Mahomes because of that. Because when those guys aren't right in the offense, like, it's tough for anyone else to really contribute. So I'm personally not taking Patrick Mahomes at the 101 uh, in a super flex for QB. I just think that there's guys that I like that, and it's not an age thing. I just think Mahomes is too reliant on the talent around him. And eventually that's going to level off. So we'll go to James first. Are you buying, selling, or holding Mr. Mahomes at the 101 in Superflex Dynasty? I'm definitely going to sell and get whatever I can for him. Uh, like you said, he hasn't played up to his full potential. And I don't know if he ever does again with the parts around him. Mm -hmm. it, it seems like they tried to give him a somewhat of a supporting cast with Miko Harman, Hardman in the wide receiver two position. Did not work out. Clyde they drafted Edwards Hilaire for him. Yeah, they drafted Hilaire for him. Over and uh, we saw how that's working. <laughs> Jerick McKinnon's in right Over now. Taylor. Um, yeah. So... I don't think he is warranted at the QB one on this list. Uh, and if you can, if you have people that are like, oh, all on board still with Patrick Mahomes. Well, here's your opportunity to get his value worth uh, while he's still on the down slope. Tyler, what do you think? I am with you two, but the issue with Mahomes is the past. Like he carried teams to to victory and he was the one-on-one for years and years and he had an off year the issue is if you're selling you're selling for a discount because we live in the now people look at what happened and the issue is you're not you're going to sell at a 20 percent discount of what you you bought for or the one-on-one value uh i mean we'll, we'll talk about other quarterbacks so i won't bring them into it but like mahomes you're looking at a downgrade one for one like i've asked i've had people ask me like hey should i do one for one for this quarterback one for one for this quarterback and i said no like wait till mahomes gets back because i do believe he does get back i do believe kansas city is is not dumb and they realize they need another weapon and clyde edwards hilaire like that didn't work out that's not your weapon you're not using him like he should be used in the past they, they tried signing juju as a free agent the, yep they tried signing juju and what what they need is a, a guy like Josh Gordon of 2013, like a, a younger <laughs> like, not Josh the healthy Gordon. scratch from tonight. <laughs> yeah, they, they right. need a big guy like a DK Metcalf, which they had an option to. But didn't they take Miko Hardman over Metcalf? I can't, I'm not exactly mm -hmm. sure, but I know I know that they took Hardman over uh, some pretty good options. They need to get off this whole speed thing, and they need a big body in there. Sammy Watkins, I do think, helped out more than we realize in that offense because he was reliable. And 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 maybe Gallup signs or Allen Robinson, which would be fine. But they need younger a younger weapon again because Tyreek is getting up there, Kelsey's getting up there. Need they need somebody that can grow with Mahomes still to when Mahomes is thirty three. That this kid that they bring in 
is still growing with Mahomes and he's in his prime when Mahomes is still kicking at 33. That's my biggest issue. And I, I, I think they know that. So I do think in this pretty good wide receiver draft, that's pretty deep. They will in the first round, hopefully get a guy like Traylon Burks or, or somebody like that. So, so it sounds like you're, if you don't own Mahomes, you're potentially buying him. The issue is, I don't think you're going to get a seller to sell for the price that he should be going for right now. Okay. Um, so yeah, I, I'm actually just kind of holding. Like if, if okay. I have him, I'm holding. If I don't have him, I'm holding. Unless like I can get him for like a Kirk Cousins plus a first and a second. Like yeah. that could be uh, an option. Or uh, let me roll down the list a little bit. Like uh, say you can get Ryan Tannehill a first and a second. Yeah, somebody like that where you can so a kinda... startable QB, a fringe QB one. Yeah. Like with on some weeks and then some other pieces. Okay. Honestly, I'd give Justin Fields and I'd give Justin Fields in like maybe two seconds. And I think that could maybe get it done just because the hype hasn't happened with Fields. And I think people right. rely on that rushing <laughs> with Fields to where they're like, okay, I can take the two seconds or or maybe it's a late first and you can go get Mahomes and Fields and say, mm-hmm. I mean, you win that trade if Fields doesn't pan out like everybody thinks he's going to, you're going to win that trade. So yep. that, that's an option. All right, let's keep it rolling. The number two quarterback, and their ADP is technically tied, but they have Mahomes at one, which is correct in most leagues. I think that is going to be the situation in Superflex. Number two is Kyler Murray, just 24 years old, but now it's two years straight that Kyler Murray has started off really hot in fantasy. He's gotten hurt, and then he's faded down the stretch. Now, we saw you know, gaps in his rushing because one of Kyler Murray's most valuable assets was his rushing ability. And for a good part of the season, he wasn't rushing at all. Now, obviously, he changed that a little bit towards the end of the season, and it kind of came back to where it used to be. But, I mean, there's definitely some concerns with Kyler Murray, too. I don't think he's a slam dunk sure thing. Um, and I think as I look at this list, and I'm thinking, to, I'm just thinking out loud right now, is that I know everyone in Superflex leagues always rushes to get a couple of quarterbacks right off the bat, right? Um, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that strategy, Guilty. But, but for me, I'm looking at like, if I can get one QB one and then wait a while for my QB two, and then fill in with like, get a deep roster. I don't mind building a team that way. If you're doing a startup. So let's talk about Kyler Murray. For me, I think Kyler, because he has a high ceiling for me, he's going to be a hold, but I could see someone possibly selling him off, but you know, he's in a good offense. We've seen what he can do at the peak of his powers, but these nicked up injuries, um, you know, his size is always going to be a concern. Kicking so Tyler his feet on the ground. Yeah. Kicking, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's got, you know, he looks like is that um, the cartoon character, the great gazoo with the really big head. He was like an alien of some sort. He was like green <laughs> with a, that's, that's who Kyler Murray looks like. He's like a lollipop guild kazoo. Um, so shout out <laughs> to that old school cartoon. If you know what I'm talking about, then you're an OG. Uh, but Tyler, what are you doing with Kyler Murray? I, I'm actually selling. And with, I mean, Doug, you're in a league with me. I think Chef just joined middle of the season. It's on Sleeper. It's our listener league on Sleeper. And I traded Kyler Murray for Trey Lance. Uh, I got TJ Hawkinson, a second, and and another pretty good piece. And I, I was like okay that. with it because, honestly, like the drop from Lance to Kyler when Lance is a starter is not far. Just because of the rushing, I think Lance has more upside rushing because he's bigger. He's a bigger body. You're not going to have to worry too much about the in- injuries. Um, for me, I think it's just the weapons too. Hopkins and AJ Green are getting older. 
Rondell Moore, I mean, they're not using him correctly. And is he what we thought he was at the beginning of the season? And Christian Kirk, he's a free agent. Can they resign him with Kyler's contract looming in the in the future? I mean, they got to resign him either this coming year or next year. That that's got to be an option because Kyler's getting hurt. He's going to realize like, hey, I need to get my money quick. I need to get it sooner than later. Because that was a big thing with him about baseball versus yeah. football, right? So yep. yeah, and, and that's still an option. Personally, I don't think he's going to go to baseball. No, no. yeah, uh, yeah. It's just to me he's starting to level off to where other quarterbacks are. I mean, we've, we've seen a couple younger guys come into the spotlight. And like I said, Trey Lance next year, I think is, is going to be a slam dunk. And for me, the drop off wasn't too hard. So my one league, I did have Kyler in. I, I actually sold him and I actually had another chance with Shane Manila to do the opposite. And it was an instant decline because he wanted Trey Lance plus Jalen Waddle for Kyler and I was just like, no, no, I'm good. Like it's just without the rushing Kyler kind of falls to me. He needs to throw touchdowns. James, what are you doing with Kyler Murray? I'm selling him. Okay. Uh, uh, Like, like Tyler said, like if you can get say Trey Lance plus I'm, I'm all for that. Like that's, and that's his value right now. You see him at the top here at QB two, but in all reality, he finished his QB 10 this season. Like I can understand coming out of 2020, <clears throat> excuse me, coming out of 2020 where he was the QB two overall, but now we're looking at a decline in production and it has to do with the players around him. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, great note, uh, mentioned Tyler. He's 29 years old. All right. Where, where is he going to be next season? And it really does affect Kyler Murray. Um, it, well, Hopkins missing time affects the whole offense, to be honest. Yep. Like once Hopkins yes. was out, the offense was not the same. Correct. So where does that leave us next season? We don't know. We don't know the real future. So for dynasty purposes, as much as Kyler has already done great and, and show that his, his ceiling in, in uh fantasy football, I think that we've seen his ceiling and before he starts to drift away from that production level, I would get rid of him at, at a high value right now. Okay. All right, let's move on to the QB three. And that is one Lamar Jackson, another QB that's about to get paid from his existing team with the Baltimore Ravens. Now Jackson's interesting, right? Because this year, the Ravens, they lost some pieces on the offensive line. They lost Ronnie Staley for the year. JK Dobbins and Gus Edwards were out for the year. So they had like the ragtag bunch of Devonta Freeman, Le'Veon Bell, Latavius Murray, insert running backs from five years ago here. Um, but we saw Mark Andrews, uh, be the tight end one this season. We saw some promising things from Rashad Bateman. Marquise Brown flashed here and there. He was a, you know, a, a low end wide receiver two on the season. So I think Lamar, the concern with any of these running quarterbacks, right? So Kyler's getting dinged up. Now we're seeing Lamar miss the last four or five games of the season. Tyler Huntley come in and win a couple games here and there. Um, so it's one of those things with, with guys like Lamar and Kyler, um, I'm just always concerned about injuries because I think you have to be. I mean, we've seen running quarterbacks get hurt in the past. Now, hopefully they're not going to have any RG3 type of injuries or anything like that. That's what we don't want. Um, but for me, Lamar, I have him as a hold because I think Lamar's ceiling is when he was MVP two years ago. And I think once he gets those both of those running backs healthy, he gets his left tackle healthy. And this passing offense this offense as a whole could be an absolute juggernaut if everyone is healthy. So I think Lamar is a hold. Uh, and I actually think if you don't own Lamar, you might be able to buy him from uh, an owner 
that is just disappointed because he didn't play at the end of the season and maybe cost them a shot at the playoffs or whatever the case may be. So, James, what's your take on Lamar Jackson? You buying, you selling, you holding? Um, if I have him, I'm holding, obviously. Uh, but if if I don't, I'm definitely trying to buy a little bit lower than his his beginning of the 2021 season value. Uh, he just for starters, halfway through the season, the beginning of the half of the season, uh, through one weeks one through nine, he was the QB two. Yep. So they're right there, and uh, he can do that. Um, we saw piece after piece start to fall off. Running back situation was very, very sticky. I'm very excited to see J.K. Dobbins come back into this offense and the effect that it's going to have on the offense in its entirety. Um, and Lamar Jackson started to throw the ball. And we've only seen a couple of games where Rashad Bateman was involved. We saw Marquise Brown get more involved this season than we expected. He and was then, in Fuego and, beginning yeah. of the year. I mean, he was uh, a top 12 <clears throat> receiver with yep. Lamar. And then Mark Andrews, obviously doing great things in the tight end position. So with those three players, plus J.K. Dobbins coming back, uh, I, th I think you'd be an idiot to really sell Lamar Jackson. If you can mm -hmm. acquire him on the on the lower side of things because of the injuries of late and the Tyler Huntley talk. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going out there and trying to grab him. Yeah. Tyler, what you got on Lamar? I have never owned him. I don't own him. Sorry, and I you. would love to own him. <laughs> I've but never had him in Dynasty, so I feel you. Any I, of these top three quarterbacks, I've never rostered any of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have Mahomes. I, I had him in UDPL, which quarterbacks seem to just ring around the rosy all the time. I mean, I, I that's why I love that league. Just constant movement, uh, just like bowels, just constant movement. Sometimes your bowels can get released and it's and it's gross in UDPL and then sometimes you, you're just stuck with them. And sounds like a real shitty cover there. <sighs> Hashtag dad jokes. Well, that, that's a rough start. We'll we'll, we'll build from there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lamar is it, I, I'm, I'm, I'm having a hard time because I feel like he is a buy but I feel like the price is still pretty high. I it's worth I mean, kicking the tires. Off. It, yeah, it's, it's not in the basement and I don't think it'll ever be in the basement. No, so no. if you're expecting to like really get him on the cheap, no, it's not going to happen. If right. I, I think the fluky injuries, I do think they are fluky. I, I agree with that. And Baltimore's always so good. So yeah, I'll, ho I'll hop on buying. Cause yeah. And they're a team that doesn't really need any offensive pieces. So they should, they should yeah. bulk up that line and that would be the and smartest Stan thing for them to yeah, do. Stanley is a massive piece. It showed late last season. It showed when he went down this season, he is a huge piece. It used to be Yonda. Whenever Yonda got hurt, you could tell yep. that whole offense fell apart. And now it's Stanley. It's the reason why he got paid. The reason why you they had to ship off Orlando Brown. Cause he was pouting. Cause he's on the right side. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Stanley is a franchise left tackle, and when he's and, gone, it and an absolute mastermind. He created Spider Man, the X Men. Stanley, just absolute fire. <laughs> so shout out to him. All right, I gotta get more dad jokes in. Come on. All right, so QB four. Now here's one that I think when January comes up, I think this player is going to jump, maybe a couple, maybe all. I think he's one oh one. He's one. I think I think he's probably gonna jump up into that conversation too. And QB four right now in December ADP is Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills. We just saw what he did against my Patriots. R.I.P. 
absolutely incinerated them in single degree weather and just put it on them, which, hey, good, good for them. Uh, but Josh Allen, you know, he's set up on a team where he's got pieces around him that are going to be there for a while. Stephon Diggs is signed long term. Um, you know, Gabe Davis is still on a rookie deal. They've got Dawson Oof. Knox at tight end. Oof. Maybe Devin Singletary's a thing. I, I don't know. That way. There's, that way. There's also rumblings that they don't need anything. Everything on that team is good. Their They're first round pick, their their first round pick the could be Brees Hall. It, it could be yeah. an Isaiah Spiller. It could be they can a, make a luxury Kenneth, pick Wa- yeah, a Kenneth Walker type pick to where Singletary, I know he looks good, but this is another feast or famine. Yeah. Is, and, the what thing is with, it? and the thing with Josh Allen over Lamar and Kyler is that, yes, he rushes a lot, but this dude is a brick shit house. Like he's big. he's built and he almost never gets hurt. Now, knock he's on wood. So fun to watch. He is he's a just lot. having fun. And he's a great story because there were so many people out there that he slipped into the early second rounds of super flex drafts because he, he couldn't he couldn't hit the broad side of a barn. <laughs> I was actually at the 205 in that draft and he went one or two picks before me. He and was I was 204. I was. So wow. mad. I took Cortland Sutton right after that. And I was like, I wish Josh Allen made it to me because he's a quarterback in a super flex yep. league and I needed one and it would have been great, but it didn't happen. So congrats to Pete. But a lot of people faded Allen and now his rookie year was rough, right? But then he turned it around and he has been an absolute elite option at the position. So I would not be surprised for Josh Allen to vault into the 101 in super flex uh, ranks come uh, next month. So James, are you buying all the Josh Allen hype right now? Uh, I'm not. I'm not buying the hype. I know it's real. Like it's well, not okay, hype. So I'll put it that it's way. It's not yeah. hype. Are you? Right? Buying we saw what price? he did to your Patriots <laughs> last night. Uh, yeah. Swamp, swamp. Smoked. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, on to 2022, as Bill would say. The, the dark uh, lord. Um, the dark lord was beaten. Yeah. No. Sadly. <laughs> just like you said, and I can agree across the board about Josh Allen. There's nothing bad about his game. Uh, sometimes he does get entwined a little bit and makes a few mistakes, but he makes up for those mistakes um, throughout the game. So I, I have no problem with Josh Allen being at the top. And I personally, if I'm in a startup super flex, I'm definitely taking Josh Allen 101. Sounds like Tyler probably agrees with that. Yep. And yeah, I mean, think about this. Baker Mayfield, <clears throat> Sam Darnold, Josh Rosen. Ugh. All went before Josh Allen in Superflex drafts. Oh, and Lamar, but I mean, we already talked about him. Those three went before Josh Allen in Superflex drafts. Think, let that sit in and let that just feel gross. I mean, I mean, for the first season, it was it was legit because he was hot trash. Fifty percent completion percentage for the first like three years. Then last year, or was it first two years or so? And I remember. Going into last year, people were like, you know, should we start worrying, looking for a new quarterback? I mean, I saw receipts, people retweeting, like other people being like, oh, Josh Allen should be should be switched out. You know, we, we don't trust him. And people like, oh, Nathan Peterman should be in and all that gross. Was that John Gruden tweeting that out? Probably. I mean, yeah. you, you turn around and you talk about the, the, the completion percentage, which took a huge jump in the 2020 season. Huge. We saw it go over 70%. This year, it went back down to earth. It's more around the 63% tile for completions, but he's doing it 
both. He's putting it in the air. He's getting the touchdowns. He's going on the ground. He had over 700 rushing yards this season, which is, I believe is like third in the league for quarterback behind Jalen Hurts and Lamar Jackson. So, yes, he does it all. His game is very versatile. It's not one-way street for Josh Allen, and he looks like he is synced in with the offense, his team. He is a leader on the field. And it's going to continue for a while, and, I believe. So for Dynasty, yeah, Josh Allen, solid. Yeah, we've got, we've got Taylor in the chat asking him some questions. He's putting the horse in front of the cart, so I'm not going to get to him now, but yeah. I will circle back to them. Yeah. All right. Uh, speaking of circling the, the wagon, we'll, we'll stick with Josh Allen a little bit. Uh, yeah, um, I remember, what was it, Doug, two years ago with Tim, we were talking about D- Diggs going to them and like, oh, just another receiver Josh Allen can throw – you know, throw, but do, do you remember Diggs ADP and redraft was like seventh round because everyone was, was like, he's going to be trash there. And then he was the wide Josh receiver, Allen. like I drank three that or whatever Kool-Aid. it was. And yeah. And I remember we were talking about the hot dog cart guy getting the hot smoked, dog, getting hot smoked, dog. getting smoked by Josh Allen's deep passes. Yeah. We, we did poke fun. We were having a ton of fun and who's the fools now. I just we ate are... a plate full of crow just now. Yes. And uh, <laughs> you, I mean, last night you probably were just covered in crow. I didn't even watch the game. <laughs> uh, I was out. With, I was out with my wife. Didn't even watch it. But yeah, Josh Allen. You were looking at your phone though. I mean, Josh Allen. <laughs> I did that. That just kind of teaches you to kind of, if you see a trend and you see kind of it going a little bit up by that player, like uh, say like Zach Wilson. Like I, I know we're kind of all off him, but say he he progresses a little bit. And you see that completion percentage go up a little bit. And you can kind of see the traits in his mind calming down. Because you saw that with Josh Allen. And it took digs. Say the Jets get a number one. Like a Kelvin Ridley, which he's rumored to go there. I mean, there's there's times when you can buy a quarterback super low. You had your chance to get Josh Allen completely low. Like mm-hmm. in a super flex league, you probably could have given... A, a late first, early second, and people have been like, "Okay, fine." I mean, he's he you could get replaced. You could have given up Baker for him, then. Yeah, you could easily. No. I mean, that's a, that's another player that could be a buy. It's just it's just sure. seeing getting getting the opportunity to buy a player low, like a quarterback in superflex, is so it's so worth the the chance because if you hit, if you do hit, it, it pays off. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's get to our next quarterback, one of Tyler's draft favorites from a couple of years ago. And I believe he has the record now for most touchdown passes, I think, in yards in his first two seasons as an NFL quarterback. And it's Justin Herbert, just 23 years old. Uh, Again, he does it a little bit with his legs, not on the same level of a Josh Allen, but he can move and he's mobile. Uh, But Justin Herbert has been pretty awesome these last couple of years. Now, he's had some up and down games like all the rest of the quarterbacks really this year. But Justin Herbert, man, Coming out of Oregon, there was a lot of people, kind of like with Josh Allen. Now, they didn't really have concerns about the ac- the accuracy. It was more around the arm strength. And Justin Herbert has made some absolute cannon throws this season. And he's done everything that they've asked him to do, and he's done it well. You know, they were just on the outside looking into the playoffs uh, again this year. So Herbert, to me, I actually have him... You know, this is probably a good a good spot for him, but I could see people ranking him even a little bit higher based on the first two years of his production. And this is a team that has a lot of salary cap room. You know, they might want to sign Mike will resign Mike Williams. They've got some good pieces on the offensive line. They shouldn't um, they should be in a great position to maximize his rookie quarterback contract and add some more pass catchers on this team. 
So James, Justin Herbert, holding, buying, selling? Definitely holding. I don't I don't think we've seen the peak yet. Uh I think there's I a long way to go. I mean, he finished this year QB2 and for fantasy um and I think it's just the start. Like we saw it in his rookie year how he took over what in week two or three? I don't know. I don't remember which week it was when he took over. It's for Tyrod. For Tyrod with the injection to his lungs. Um, poor guy. Best thing that ever happened to the Chargers, though. Best thing that ever happened to Justin Houston. Herbert because he could have been sitting down for a while. And <laughs> uh, Houston, but no, I, dude, Justin Herbert is the truth. Um, He's got it all. Yeah, he can run. I, I believe he had what three court, three touchdowns this season with the, just his legs, uh, and he uses his entire team. It's not he's not a one trick pony. You mean um, Justin legs? Justin, J- Justin, Justin legs. Like, no, nah, that was weak. That was bad. That was bad. It's not like you said Justin. Don't do that again. They're his legs, <laughs> bastard. Show your legs up here. Those tight calves. What? Um. Anyway. <laughs> Um, totally threw me <laughs> off, man. This is not fun. This is good stuff. Justin Herbert, yeah, he, he's. I'm. I'm with you guys. Uh, he would be my QB too. Out of this whole list of players, I have him above Kyler. I even have him above Patrick Mahomes, just for the simple fact that he has the weapons. Uh, he has Lombardi in his corner, uh, training him up to be a great quarterback he did with drew Brees, and that offense is just turning into something fabulous for la yes they didn't make the playoffs womp womp um but i i believe it's the start of a great situation for justin herbert and he is the franchise quarterback there yep. tyler herbert's your guy you were Show on early. Legs, tyler yeah I was you got receipts say, on herbert i i do plenty of them uh i mean the issue with him coming out was he can't run a pro style offense he, he can't read defenses, but yet people forget that he was whoops one of the smartest people in the whole school. Like he won the award for athletics and academics like that. That should just show how much he like how, how smart he actually is. And that's where my where my kind of evaluation went in. Like I, I watched the combine. And I'm sitting here. I'm like, this guy throws a pretty ball like. His form is flawless. He, he's big. Yeah, they they six, call him six. manscaping. He's got those pretty balls. He's got the arm of a And then man. he, remember when he shaved his head, speaking of that, and people were like, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, his his ADP dropped, like, three spots because he, yeah, like, he got hair. a haircut. Yeah, because yeah. he looked like Anakin Skywalker from episode he one. He did. <laughs> I mean, it was it was a rough period of, of his life for him. But, no, uh, Justin Herbert, he's quarterback two for me. Uh, you guys know he is my most owned player. I have him in seven out of ten leagues, and that will not change. Congrats. Where I, where I have him, he is staying, and he will be on my team until he is retired. That's well, wait, the- wait, Tyler. I mean, that goes against everything you say for Dynasty. Like, he is great. You're not going to sell at least a couple shares and see what you can get for him? I mean, if I'm rebuilding, sure. But uh, if I'm not... Yeah, he he's staying, especially in Superflex. He's that warm uh, blanket you're gonna have forever. Yep, and uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was nice to have him. But you know what? There's another quarterback in this class we'll talk about later from last year that uh, is really heating it up. All right, we'll talk oh, yeah, about he, it. I think he's two down from here. All right, let's get on to our QB six now. This quarterback finished the season really strong, but there was a a seven week stretch where he only had eight passing touchdowns. Big now old he finished, back slap. 
right yeah <laughs> he, he finished the last two games i think with nine passing touchdowns so if you look at his stats they look all pretty he set the franchise record for touchdown passes in a season i believe had the fourth most passing yards in cowboys history but dak was low-key bad for a lot of this season yeah so i don't have him ranked this high there's a couple of players that are right behind him that i've got ranked a little bit higher than dak now we all know he's in the, in an awesome offense but that offense wasn't awesome a lot of the times this year i don't know it what change. it was things could change for sure but dak prescott is the qb6 um I think if I can sell Dak Prescott and get back maybe a QB, can I? I can downgrade a couple to a Would couple. Would you throw of Dak on the table? <laughs> I throw him Dak in the pool. Uh, so I, I would sell Dak Prescott if I could to maybe downgrade my quarterback position a little bit and get something else. Um, because you know, Cowboys fans, <laughs> they're some of the funnest to trade their own players to. Uh, I'm just going to put it that way. Uh, but Dak to me just maddening to own. I have uh, I have a couple of uh, roster spots with Dak on it. We want to we want a league with Dak as our QB two. But uh, Dak to me is a is a sell at his current ADP. Tyler, what do you got on Dak? But Dak he he's looked bad. Uh, just the offense looks out of sync, and I don't know if it's McCarthy and McCarthy Kenmore. sucks. I mean, people Sorry. knew this. People, knew I know. This. And McCarthy, I think, is such a power-hungry person that when Kellen Moore is calling plays and it's not going quite smooth, McCarthy's probably intervening. It, it just kind of be like, nope, we're not doing that. We're doing this. This is what we're doing. And McCarthy just takes over. So for me, I think it's McCarthy issue. I don't think it's Dak. Dak had a pretty McCarthyism. Dak had a pretty ball to Cooper tonight that was like, okay, there he is. There's the deck that we know. The accuracy was there. CD Lamb, they're not, I don't know what they're doing with him, but they need to get back to what they were doing in the beginning of the season. And that's just letting, letting CD do, do his thing. He's not getting the targets. I think Dak, after the injury, did struggle. But for me, quarterback six seems about right for me, for Dak. And I mean, he's 28. He's not one of those players that's going to drop when he's 30 because he's a big-time rusher. I think The quarterback he's... that's right behind him, I would take 100% yes. of the time yes. over Dak. <laughs> yes, but I also think that... His, that number is going up, by the way. This must be early December ADP, not If it was my choice, I think I would actually have Dak over Lamar just because Lamar, I think longevity, I think for me, with his thin frame and how he does run... I don't think he lasts as long as Dak. That's my thing. Cause I think once Lamar gets about 28, 29, he's going to have to step back the rushing. And I don't know what that brings for Dak. I think as a passer, we're comfortable knowing that he's a good passer. That offense is going to be just fine. I do think lamb will grow well with, with Dak. And they, I mean, Jerry's will, will Jerry. lamb grow into a lion. <laughs> yes. Okay. The yes, the the lion doesn't worry about what is it the lamb or the sheep. All right. <laughs> the lion so doesn't stop your, stop your sheep, lion. Yes. And I'm going to jump in here. Um, Do it. I don't agree. I don't. I don't think Dak is is going to continue being great. I, I think we we've seen what he's capable of. I mean, he's had great seasons. That injury has messed him up, and it is causing him to have other injuries. And he doesn't trouble. rush at all anymore. I mean, he did today um, only out of necessity. And, of course, that's all you want your franchise quarterback to do is only run when when it's necessary. But 
Necessarily. Necessarily. Uh, and I'll transition right into the next guy, Joe Burrow. Give me Joe Burrow nine times out of ten. Over ten Dak, times out of ten. Ten times out of ten. Don't over be cute. Dak Prescott. <laughs> um, Dak is 28 years old, and it doesn't seem like he's going to get any better, and his value is going to either say stay the same and say, okay, he's a comfortable low-end QB1, which for dynasty purposes is fine if you're stronger in other places. But in Superflex, you want to go for the home run. And if this is startup ADP, I'm definitely taking the younger quarterback who I'm going to have for years to come with greater talent in the receiving section. So let's be honest. Burrow is a top four quarterback right now. He should be. I yeah, put he's, him he's in the he's, top five conversation. Yeah, he's QB seven in December. Uh, Superflex ADP. And That's going to change. Yes, because if you look at all of Burrow's, like all the statistics across the board with Burrow are phenomenal. When it's deep ball completion percentage, tight window percentage, like Burrow, the the throw that he made yesterday to CJ Uzoma up the seam and whizzed it right by the linebacker's yeah. ear hole, right oh, where it needed Zoma. to be, was absolutely gorgeous. And here's the thing. Burrow has T. Higgins for two more years. Jamar Chase for four more years. Ever, probably. Joe Mixon signed long-term. Tyler Boyd signed long-term. They still have a lot of cap flexibility. They can add to that offensive line, which is going to give Joe Burrow even more time. He's shown some mobility this year, even coming off the ACL. Like, And he's played through injury. That finger thing was supposed to be a big deal. And after the finger game, he had 1,000 yards passing and freaking nine touchdowns in two weeks. <laughs> two and, he weeks. Lo- and he looked great against the Raiders yesterday. So for me, Joe Burrow, Taylor in the chat was like, Burrow is consensus number one. <laughs> he's a well, Bengals he's a fan. Bengals fan. He's a Bengals truther. He's yeah. number Who one day? in Taylor's heart. Question. Yes. Startup. You taking Mahomes or Burrow? Burrow. Burrow. I, and I'm not shocked just because. Uh, I Some mean, call it recency bias, but I roster a lot of Joe Burrow. For me, it's the weapons. <laughs> Uh, yeah, being yeah. tied to Jamar Chase, who he has a, a huge connection to, for I heard they went to college together. I th- I mean that's what I heard. And, and they CJ, won a championship together. I mean T Higgins ain't going anywhere. I I, yeah. I don't think those two and Burrow are staying on that team for it's the Burrow's long haul. Second year, he's on a rookie quarterback contract. Like they are going to maximize if they're smart, they'll maximize that for the next three seasons and just build. And, and they haven't that's even exciting. let and they haven't even let him go full. Like that's the thing. Half of the season they were running the ball. That yeah. Burrow was 190 yards here, 210 there. They weren't giving him the pass attempts until second half and then we saw what Burrow could be, which is an elite, phenomenal elite asset. And he plays with such confidence that if he throws an interception, you know what he's going to do? He's going to go back to that to that play. He's going to go right back to it. And he's going to be like, you know what? You got me the first time. I'm going to get you this time. And then he's he's going to burn him. Yep. Yeah, I am uh, definitely hold, holdy, hold, hold McHolderson oh, yeah. on Joe Burrow. I'm not selling him. Uh, I don't think you can buy him. I don't think anyone's going to sell oh, no. him off. So, yeah. yeah. So, I think that's, that's an easy one. And we're going to see that number uh, just like with Josh Allen go up when it comes to January. Um, so, the next one is an interesting one. QB8, rookie season. Didn't have the best rookie season out of all the quarterbacks, but he's the chosen one. You know, best prospects since Andrew Luck. Best we hair. All, best hair. Looks the most like a lady. It's Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> and uh, so here's the thing. People, Trevor Lawrence's rookie season was not great, but he was also with a jackass coach. And they didn't have, you know, pieces around him. 
I like Trevor Lawrence a lot. You know, that last game that they played, he looked pretty good to me. You know, he went, I think it was like seven games with only one passing touchdown or something ridiculous. It was bad. But I think what people are forgetting is like, there was another chosen one with a large forehead and it was Peyton Manning. And his rookie season was even worse than Trevor Lawrence's when you look at the stats. So for me, I don't think Trevor Lawrence is a lost cause. I am trying to buy Trevor Lawrence if I'm looking for QBs in a super flex league, because a lot of people are going to be like, he didn't hit year one. He's trash because people are like that in the dynasty community. Uh, And I think you can find the managers that will trade away a Trevor Lawrence for maybe a a quarterback we haven't talked about yet. Um, So I'm going out and trying to acquire Trevor Lawrence because I feel that the Jags, um, they have the number one pick in the draft. There's a good left tackle they could draft. They're going to have a ton of money in free agency. So I think they can build around Trevor Lawrence and turn it around, maybe even as early as year two for Lawrence. So I, I, he's a buy for me, James. What about you? Uh, he's definitely a buy low right now. Uh, if you can get him lower, great. Um, at any time that a, that a quarterback comes in, especially with a high draft capital as the 101, he, if he, team if sucks. He, if he flops <laughs> in year one, his stock is going to go down which is the perfect buying window for you in the off season right afterward, which is we're entering to the 2022 season. Yes. Trevor Lawrence, he's a buy low right now. Is he going to resurrect what, what happened there in Jacksonville? Who knows? And that's a big question mark. And that's what some owners in dynasty are worried about. And that's why, yeah, like you can buy low on him, whether or not he's going to change the outcome of that franchise is yet to be seen. It all starts from the top. I think they have a lot of rebuilding to do. Does it happen in year two? No, I don't think so. I think if you're going to to get Trevor Lawrence on your dynasty team, I think you're stashing him for 2023 and letting letting things happen in Jacksonville actually evolve before you're actually rolling out there each and every week. I think he's a so QB. I, I think he's a he's QB, a QB two two. next year. Yeah, yeah but he's going to have flex. some upside. I think. Yeah, Tyler, I don't you think you could trust him as a QB one. Tyler, you've gone out and acquired some Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I have, and I've traded him straight up pretty much for a quarterback we haven't talked about, another rookie, who I would do it every day. I mean, Trevor Lawrence right now is not my rookie quarterback 101. He's close, and he should be a back-end quarterback of this list. Trevor Lawrence, like you said, chosen one. He's Since he came in as a freshman, everybody's known who Trevor Lawrence is. Uh, bad coaching. He, he also is at fault. I mean, his play action passing is not good. He, he can't, when he turns and faces the, the, the defense, he has trouble reading it. And that's where the issues are coming from. Mm-hmm. I think coaching a good coach that kind of plays around his style and helps him progress with that will be great for him. Cause our Meyer had nothing to do with players. Byron Leftwich. Get the Byron, Leftwich. Byron Leftwich is one of my favorite coaching candidates it. to go there. And, and I mean, it seems like he works well with Brady. Maybe Brady is the one who coaches and left, which just stands back possible. But <laughs> I mean, let's, let's get Tom Brady as coach coach player. Uh, he goes, plays in Tampa and just make sure Jacksonville has a three o'clock game and, and Tom can get back in time. Yeah. That'd be a good option. Um, yeah. Trevor Lawrence to me is, is a buy and, and it's because of the, the hype. It's almost like Kyle Pitts. Like people are still de- disappointed with Kyle Pitts because the hype was so because he had one touchdown. That's why. And, and Trevor Lawrence, the hype was crazy. He, I mean, he went 107 in a startup, and, and he was like, he's the chosen one. People thought he was 
untouchable, invincible, can't miss. Can't nope. miss. Andrew Luck style and Andrew Luck had an okay rookie year, but not nothing yeah, like Trevor too. Lawrence. Yeah. I mean, there was times when when Davis Mills came in and was a better quarterback than Trevor Lawrence, and people were like, Oh god, like Time? Jacksonville. I think it was all the time. Most of the time. <laughs> but I mean Trevor Trevor's the less be talented just, offensive roster in my right. opinion. Trevor's gonna be just fine. They need to get the right coach. They need to get an alpha, an alpha wide receiver that he can get the ball to. I think they're gonna look that way. There's a ton of things they need to do, and I would not be shocked if they do trade back from the one on one and acquire and assets that, and get that wide receiver. Yeah, they do need an offensive line. They've got they've got like five good tackles in this draft. The interior of this offensive class is so good like there's there's an all pro center that could go in the top 10 which we haven't heard of and that's crazy uh for a guy from iowa i forgot his name uh but yeah this, probably like joey haystack or something it's like linderbaum or something like that <laughs> linderbaum uh i mean this this class is a perfect opportunity for them to get the offensive line fix or we're gonna run in the same problem with the Bengals. Do they go offensive line or do they get Trevor Lawrence that the alpha wide receiver one? Yeah, I think it's, the Bengals made the right choice. <laughs> that's that's true. And for me, Trevor Lawrence is going to be just fine. But like I said, they need to get this GM and coach down. If yep. they don't fix it and we see the same problems, bad teams stay bad for a reason because they make bad choices. If that happens, I'm worried. Like that's don't, where don't the, break him, right? Yeah, that's where the yeah. worry button is, is supposed to be hit. Because if they make the bad coaching hires, like bringing Bill O'Brien and a horrible GM, Ugh. that's what you know. I'm just like I, I think, like his, if that happens, then you're hoping that Lawrence is like Alex Smith, right? Like the first yeah. couple of years goes through a ton of coaches and offensive coordinators, then goes to a different spot, and then he's like a solid quarterback. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what you hope, and hopefully, it doesn't come to that. Yeah. Um, but I think that's a good comp for like a range of outcomes. So yeah. let's get it, to it our next Alex Smith. And it could be, I, I still think it could be Andrew Luck. He's going to retire early. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, <laughs> you never know with Jacksonville. How He's many gonna... times is he going to get sacked? Oh, <laughs> a lot. All right. So let's go to the quarterback nine and 10. I want to lump them together because these are our two oldest quarterbacks on the list so far. They're both, both 33 years old. Quarterback nine is Matthew Stafford and quarterback 10 is Russell Wilson. Now we all know, Stafford had a, a good overall season. Cooper Cup had a historic season. They lost Robert Woods, but Stafford struggled towards the end of the season. So that was a little concerning. And then Russell Wilson, you know, he missed time because of the hand injury. But I thought in the last couple of weeks, Russell Wilson actually was kind of getting healthier and he played like old school Russell Wilson. Like he was he was passing a lot better. You know, his he's still rushing when he needs to, not a ton. Um to me, I wouldn't have these two quarterbacks ranked as high. There's a couple of younger quarterbacks that I would take over them because like with Wilson and Stafford, we've already seen what the ceiling looks like, right? So at that point, you're paying for a safe floor, but there's no ceiling play here where I think there's a couple of young quarterbacks behind them who are much younger and who have a higher ceiling um, for what they're going to do from today going forward. So James, what do you think about Stafford and Wilson being inside the top 10 in your Superflex? Um Dynasty. I like how you lump them together. I, I think they're they're perfect. You know, and the age is very is the same. Mm -hmm. um, their statistics are pretty much around the same. Both of them had hand injuries this year. Uh, Stafford with the uckle tendon uh, getting torn 
So that was his main problem towards the end of the season. And then Russell coming on at the, at the end of the season was just great for DK Metcalf fans uh, and fantasy owners that have DK Metcalf on their, mm. on their rosters. But the simple fact that they are starting to age out uh, Matthew Stafford, he may be on his last contract, Russell Wilson. He's looking for his last contract. Um, both of them being 33, I don't see them going much further down the line. And to have them inside the top 10 when there are some guys that have a lot of potential behind yep. them on this list, um, yeah, I don't believe they should be this high. And if you can get value for either one of them, I'm I'm definitely I don't have a problem with selling either one if you could still get a you quarterback. Can, plus if you can get him. you can get younger and then uh, add the plus for yeah, sure. Yeah, if I, if I can trade say Russell Wilson for uh, Justin Fields plus I'm all about it. Yep. Issue for like me that. is I don't think now you're getting that plus. Unfortunately, no, maybe with yeah. Stafford, if he does well in the playoffs, but as far as Russell Wilson, you may not be able to, because yeah. he ended on such a, you're going to have to wait for Russell Wilson, wherever he lands. If he stays yeah. in Seattle, great. If what Russell Wilson has a typical Russell Wilson year, then that's the time that like, then so the I think you, then the issue I think happens. Wilson does is a fields, hold. Does fields, like he's talking about trading, does he go off? Then Fields is the top five dynasty quarterback. Then you're stuck yeah. with Russ. So that's true. Maybe, maybe it's you give Russ plus and make the bold that's, move. That's the move. The plus probably doesn't have to be a lot. Yeah. To I mean, be honest. you got it. You got to be bold. I, I did, I did Matt Ryan plus Pat Mahomes rookie year. I did Matt Ryan plus to go get Mahomes from, uh, I think it was Travis May in UDPL. And yep. I took the chance because Pat Mahomes looked okay. His he was on one the bench. Game. Yeah. Yeah. He looked okay. His one game was right after that. And I said, you know what? I'm taking my chance. And it, and sometimes that gamble pays off. You were taking your chance and you're hoping that the next one is Trey Lance. That's the same situation, right? But we'll get to him in a minute. So I want to talk about Jalen Hurts. He's the QB 11, probably the most polarizing quarterback on this me list. On, on Stafford and, and Wilson. Thank you. And we're, I, running, I, we're running short on time. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm I'm kind of with you guys. I'm selling. Okay. So for Jalen Hurts, I think he's the most polarizing quarterback on this list so far because you see what he does with his legs. He's only 23 years old. There, There's an argument that says if Josh Allen can do it, right, in year one, his completion percentage is low. They run a lot in that offense. And then, you know, the years going forward, Josh Allen really matures and gets better. This, you could write the same story for Jalen Hurts if they get an alpha receiver. Now, I like Devonta Smith. I think he eventually might be able to play that role, but he's not that right now. They need another receiver. They have Dallas Goddard. They have a good stable of running backs. They have a good offensive line. I think Jalen Hurts could be a guy. There's a case to buy Jalen Hurts, and there's a really strong case to sell Jalen Hurts. So yeah. it's really going to depend where you land on the Jalen Hurts side of the fence. And I think I I have Hurts in a couple of leagues, and I'm – I'm kind of torn. There's part of me that says sell now while he's a QB one. And there's part of me that's like, hold him. And what if he becomes a top five quarterback, which could happen. So it's very polarizing to me with Jalen hurts. James, what do you think about Mr. Hurts? Uh, I'm on the selling side of hurts, uh, especially after watching today. Like, I don't think the offense is going to get better overnight. Uh, they do have three first round picks, whether or not they sure. are going to use them correctly is is my main concern like Howie Roseman always has messed things up in Philadelphia Jalen Rager 
to, uh, over first, over Jefferson <laughs> over Jefferson um Devontae Smith yeah he looks he looks like he's going to be a great player for years to come probably has uh probably a similarity comp to Marquise Brown right Jerry now Judy oh god <laughs> just stop it's pretty I, much I just, spot I, on by the way just, just heard James stop. puke in his mouth yeah um, it's actually spot on so you can yeah. go with that comp. There's a spot on the floor. Um, anyway. Where you just puked. <laughs> yeah. I, I think if if he stays in this system and they don't change the quarterback out, he does have the potential to hit, to actually hit right now. So he is like a both scenario. He's not necessarily a hold. He can be considered a buy and or a sell. I know. Depending on your roster and how you're and if you're competing or not, because uh, the numbers do talk great about him. Like he is one of the most consistent quarterbacks for fantasy for this season. And mm -hmm. the running game with the Sirianni offense is great because they want to run that RPO, whether or not they can all the time is the problem. Uh, they do need another wide receiver weapon. Goddard and Smith aren't going to be able to cover it by themselves. So what they do in the offseason will dictate whether or not I want to hold on to my shares of Jalen Hurts before the rookie drafts start happening for 2022. Tyler, talk to me about Hurts. I am selling because I don't think he he makes that team better. Personally, I think he hurts the team, and we saw that today. He he can't progress through reads, in my opinion. He he's a one read and go type guy. And the offensive line is fine. They've had some injuries. I mean, they have one of the best interior linemen in this draft class, and in, in in Dickerson, I think his name is. Yeah, that they got. He's been he's been a phenomenal pick for them. But yeah, I just don't see it. I mean, you have you watched Devonta Smith, and he is a great receiver. He's getting open. Hertz just doesn't progress in time to where he hits him. And and when Smith is the first read, it works. But if Hertz, if his mind's all scrambled, he's running. And, that, and that's the issue. Or he's rolling out of the pocket away from Smith. Smith is going to be a good receiver. It's all personally, James. I know you don't like it. It's like Judy. He needs the right quarterback because he's a he's a phenomenal route runner. He gets open. It's just if your quarterback can't stand in the pocket and get to your, you got to make those timing throws. And, yes, yeah. and and that's where the issue comes. I think Philadelphia fans realized it today. I think they realize he's a fine quarterback. He he's he'll do just fine sometimes. But you know what? He's not going to take you in in a big game like today, and he's not going to push you over the hump and and win you games like Burrow. Like Burrow can take over a game. I don't think Hurts can do that. We saw one game his rookie year against Arizona, but that was because Arizona's defense was a sieve in the secondary, and him and Kyler were just trading off back and forth. For me, Hurts at this point is a sell. Yeah, there's a lot of quarterbacks I'd have in front of him, and you know what? After this game. Don't be shocked if Deshaun Watson's name is actually mentioned in trade talks. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me because they have the draft capital. Yep. Um, to support that. So, all right, let's um, let's we're gonna wrap up the the QB twelve, and then I just want to kind of go like maybe give me a couple of names that you're um either actively selling or actively trying to buy in the off season that are outside of the top twelve. But obviously, well, not obviously, the QB twelve is Trey Lance. Now, we just compared him to Patrick Mahomes, right? Because Patrick Mahomes sat behind Alex Smith on a successful Chiefs team. So what is Trey Lance doing? He's sitting behind Jimmy Garoppolo on a successful Niners team that just beat the Cowboys today. But Jimmy Garoppolo is making a lot of money. Trey Lance was a top five pick. 
And so the Niners are going to be like, hey, Jimmy G, his trade value is probably pretty high. And there's some teams that are going to need a quarterback. We already have the quarterback of the future already here. So we're going to slide Trey Lance into that starting spot, move Jimmy G for some draft capital, or maybe a player if they need if they feel they need to do that. So Trey Lance, obviously the upside for Trey Lance is huge. We saw him with the start just a few weeks ago, post a QB one week. We saw the rushing ability. We see the weapons that he's surrounded by. George Kittle, Ayuk, Debo, they're not going anywhere. Elijah Mitchell is a rookie. Like there is a very exciting offense. Now, Trey Lance as the quarterback could change the value of some of those ancillary pieces because he does like to run more than Jimmy G, who's just a pocket passer. But for Trey Lance, the ceiling is tall. It's like one of those houses you walk into and you're like, oh, there's 13 foot ceilings. Is that Trey Lance up there? That is Trey Lance. That's Trey Lance. He could be on, he could be the QB one in dynasty end of next year or 2023. Like that's his ceiling to me. The best part about that, that uh, comparison is you're not going to see Trey Lance on floors one to five. Mm-mm. I mean, he, he starts at six because of the rushing. His, his floor is very high. Yep. So that, that's the best part about him. I mean, you're, you're seeing what Jalen Hurts did, right, this year. Now take a quarterback with the same skill set with his legs, but an accurate passer with better weapons. And a better arm. And a much better <laughs> arm. Yeah. I mean, like, Trey. Better decision-making. Trey, Trey Lance yeah. and a better coach, personally. Yeah. Like, that, that's sure. where it starts with me is Shanahan. Despite the rumors of him not liking, like, not wanting Lance, he wanted Mac Jones. Who knows? You know what? You got You got Trey Lance. That's who you got. Too bad he didn't take Mac Jones because Atlanta would have taken Trey Lance, and in my life would probably be a little happier. You'd be wearing a Trey Lance jersey right I now. I would if be. That happens. <laughs> uh, I mean, Trey Lance to me is I would have him ahead of Trevor. I'd have him ahead of Stafford, Russell Wilson, Hurts. I'd I'd probably have him equal to Dak. That's, That's where I'd have him. That's and, fair around the QB seven. And area. honestly, I think him and Dak are neck and neck just because of the rushing upside with Lance, the youth, the the coach. The stability. I don't think Shanahan's ever going anywhere. I mean, well, I've, if I'm sorry to cut you off, but if you're going to put them neck and neck with Dak, I would actually put Lance ahead of Dak just for the simple fact that he's only 21 years old. Yep. Yeah. And, and I mean, um, Benjamin Albright, he, uh, if you don't follow him, you should follow him. He's, uh, he's a great insider for the Broncos. There was talks about Shanahan mid season, like, oh, is he going to get fired? And Benjamin Albright said, there's like maybe three coaches that will probably never get fired unless they were to ask for it. And Shanahan's one of them. So I don't think you have to worry about Shanahan going anywhere. They've, they've proven themselves, especially today that they deserve to be a head coach. So uh, Trey Lance to me, 21, just the upside is so good. He's learning. He's, he's a very smart kid. He's got the arm. And like Doug said at the beginning, I mean, he's, he's doing the right thing. They're sitting him, and they're not, they had so many opportunities to put him in and start him for the rest of the year. And they didn't because yeah, you it's not like why. Jimmy G was great. All yeah. season. <laughs> he's, he wasn't great. He was hurt. And when Trey Lance came in, Trey Lance, yeah, he looked like a rookie sometimes, but he progressed and they could have been like, Hey, this is it. We could put Trey Lance in. And they didn't because they yeah. know what to do with a quarterback. They know to sit him and have him learn and learn the ins and out. And he's learning from, uh, I think, a good quarterback. J- Jimmy G is a great quarterback to learn from, and he seems like he's just he's an open book. He's not like Rodgers or Brett Favre, where nope, nobody's learning from me. I'm not or Brady. Yeah, yeah. To, to me, it's it's a great deal for San Francisco. And yeah, 2022, expect Trey Lance to start because I agree. Jimmy yeah. G just earned himself a new contract with the team. 
it, I mean, it's going to be hard to, to acquire Trey Lance at this point. Yeah. Um, I mean, right now you, can, you should do it. Yeah. Go ahead. Go, go do it in the off season. If you yeah. can, if you can get them on your teams, do it a uh, great dynasty asset. I'm not selling him one bit at all. He's a buy for me. 100%. Uh, if you can acquire him and the best thing to do. Okay. If you guys haven't watched the movie Tropic Thunder, there's a part of that movie when Robert Downey Jr.'s character goes, Lance, because one of the guys talking about his girl back home and he goes, yeah, Lance. And he goes, wait, Lance, use that gift when somebody says, I want to trade for Trey Lance. And you just send him that gift. And that's all you have to do, because there's no way they should be acquiring them from you. And uh, when they say, I want I want to get Trey Lance from you, you just go Lance. That's it. Yeah. I'm pretty happy. Trey Lance was a target in a lot of the rookie drafts I was in last year and in, in auctions as well. So, um, you know, it, it's tough when you spend a lot of money in an auction on a player, but knowing that like he's coming, like I've got a young team that I had, I started Jalen Hurts and Baker most of the year, but guess what? Trey Lance is coming. So it's going to make that roster even better. Uh, so yeah, I love having Lance on the taxi squad for a year and yeah, if you can go out and get him, absolutely do that. So Taylor in the chat earlier, I circled back to the Joe Burrow thing. You're welcome, Taylor. If you're still if you're still watching, you're probably playing Fortnite right now, but whatever. Um, so he said, if you have Hertz, yes, Fields, or time. Mac, which would you try to trade? I think the answer in this one for me is easy, and it's Hertz. Yeah. Um, I'm not trying to trade Fields because I think that we saw he struggled early and then started to get better as the year went on. Now he dealt with injuries, which stinks. Uh, Mac and is coaching. just Mac is just steady Eddie, right? Like he's going to be a QB two that has the occasional QB one weeks. Um, and I'm okay with that. And, and he can only get better too. Like, I think if it was one thing when the Pats got blown out, if it was all on Mac, he didn't make a ton of mistakes. Now, one of his he picks was a deflection. Mac, I thought played well, all things considered. I, I went back and Looked watched some cold. of the game. Well, yeah, I was like negative, whatever. Um, but I, I still it, believe buddy. in Mac. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still believe in Mac. So for me, it would be hurts because his value being QB 11, uh, he's got the most value out of any of those guys. So I'm trading Hertz for Fields or Mac if I can. I I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, without a doubt, Hertz is a sell. Yeah. Um, do, I'm going to give you guys one of my players, and I'll give you guys the 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 floor for the rest of the podcast. But Deshaun Watson, uh, recent news. There's a follow. I forgot his name. I'm sorry, but uh, he he's a lawyer, but he kind of goes over what's going on with Deshaun Watson. I think Drew Gary still, still no charges pressed. No, but uh, there is rumors that he did try to to make it go away. Settle, settle. He yeah. tried to settle with a couple of people. No, they said no. But the fact that he's trying to settle shows that he just wants to end it. And he, for the longest time, said he didn't. I mean, there's a huge thing about it. But for me, um. I, I think he he's going to play. Uh, I do think he gets suspended. Don't get me wrong. I think he will have a four to six game suspension. But when Watson comes back at 26 years old, he's going to be a quarterback one again because mm -hmm. wherever he goes, he's get, he's going to get that. He, I mean, he's going to get traded for a ton. And a lot uh, of the teams that need quarterbacks have offensive pieces. Carolina, Denver, uh, Denver, like, the Giants, even. Like, yeah, there's a lot of teams and don't Pittsburgh. Buy, don't buy the rumors about him. You know, Flores going to Houston and Watson staying. That organization cannot keep Watson like that's yeah, how you that would look be really it. difficult. That 
it's it's the that PR would just be horrible. They've got to hit refresh, which they have. They have a good quarterback there, and Watson will be playing elsewhere. Let it be Pittsburgh. There's so many options, and for me, I think it's going to be a good thing for Watson and everybody. Give it another year. I mean, Big Ben went through some hard times. Give it another year. I think this will be be in the past. Watson will play, you know, unless something else happens. Then, we, but I think Watson will be back up in that quarterback one conversation. Right now, he is at quarterback eighteen. So if I'm getting him at quarterback eighteen prices, give me all. Could of I trade Jalen Hurts and get yes. Watson plus back? No, no, not after today. If you did it before today, Maybe. sure. But I think today, just being a playoff game. And Tampa Bay being, I don't think Tampa Bay was moving the ball well, and they gave him so many chances and Hertz just couldn't, just couldn't do it. I think today was kind of the nail in the coffin to where you're going to have a lot of people in dynasty Mm -hmm. kind of saying, yeah, uh, Hertz is going to be, I would be shocked in January if Hertz is quarterback 15 or so. And I'm going to, I want to jump in here real fast because we did mention Houston Davis Mills, definitely a buy. Low end buy, like you can get QB thirty six, yeah, QB thirty six. He'll like, go. I think next when buy. the ADP comes up, I think he'll go up because oh, he finished yeah, I mean, the season really better. Strong. Yeah. Twenty, I, he 20, better, 23. and I and I think he has a shot at being that quarterback there in the future. Um, you know, with Deshaun Watson most likely leaving that organization, like we just said. So yeah, Davis Mills is a very low key buy right now, and I I don't think we've seen his full potential yet either. Like we forget that he was a rookie that he dealt with a crappy system. Um, And, you know, all those excuses that we gave Trevor Lawrence, Davis Mills played with the same exact thing, you know? So I'm going to, I'm going to tip my hat to Davis Mills and say, great job as a rookie um, coming in very uh, green and doing what he did for that organization and, and putting up the stats that he did and winning some games. Uh, and I think it continues to grow in that in in Houston. So, uh, yeah, Davis Mills is definitely one of those guys that I want to target in the offseason. I'll give you one. And initially, you're probably going to go ill. But Maybe. his but his price is so low. He's coming off a big injury. It's Jameis Winston. Mm-hmm. So Jameis Winston played really well for the Saints. Career high in completion percentage, touchdown percentage. Uh, he rushed for more yardage per game than he ever has in his career. And he did it with no Michael Thomas. No Alvin Kamara for a part of the season. That offense had really no playmakers for a, for a while when Jameis was in there. And I thought he played really, really well. I think him um, playing under Sean Payton has been, and Drew Brees has been awesome for him. So I think he's still starter level here in the NFL. So I would not be surprised if Jameis, let's say the Pittsburgh Steelers, right? They they can't make a trade. They Maybe they draft a rookie and maybe it's not super high but maybe they bring Jameis in in a deal and he lands in a spot where there's, again, some of those offensive weapons around him. I actually think Jameis Winston is a, a super cheap option that a lot of people are just kind of like, eh, he's Jameis. But when you really peel back the layers of the onion, I thought he played really well for a New Orleans Saints team that really had um, some offensive talent struggles. And Jameis, again, for playing under Breeze and, and Sean Payton, looks like it's made a big difference. He's slimmer. He's running more. Like, he looked really good. So I think Jameis Winston is a perfect, like, QB three or four on a Superflex roster that you're not going to have to give up a lot for. And I think he's still starter caliber 
in the league. You know, if his he comes back from the injury high. correctly. I mean, it's an it's an ACL quarterback. It's a, it's come a back question from those mark. All the time. It's a question mark. But yeah, he's he's yeah. he's older. He's twenty eight years old. Sure. Um, and we don't know his future or whether or not he's going to stick with New Orleans or wind up with another team or competing mm -hmm. with another quarterback for a starting position. So those are all variables right now. That if people do have Winston on their rosters and they're going to be like, oh well, we don't know what the heck's going on. Yeah, you probably could buy low on him right now. So yeah, I I agree with you there. Uh, any other quarterbacks you want to have some commentary about before we wrap up? Baker. Oh, boy. Everybody hates Baker right now. Like I said, you know. Played with half his body broken this year. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you should, you know, you should do the opposite usually with quarterbacks. Uh, like you said, Jameis, everybody's off of him. Baker, everybody's off of. Go get him. Uh, there's, let's see, let me go down the list. Matt Ryan is at quarterback 26. He's got a couple years left in him, I think. He's a good quarterback for a contender. Ryan Tannehill, who was once a quarterback one in in ADP, is now quarterback 18. There's another buy. There's a lot. Tua is probably the one where, like Jalen Hurts, where are you going? Which side are you going to go? He's going to yeah. be interesting. I so, like Tua. I'm, I'm, I'm acquiring Tua right now. Yep, it looks like that Miami wants to keep him, mm -hmm. and that's where they're at. But another player, Mitch Trubisky. I think he gets another opportunity. Really? No. He is young. When he's been without <laughs> Nagy, he's looked good. And he's looked good when Nagy has not called play calls. That's where it is interesting there. I forgot who said it on Twitter, but if you go back to when Nagy wasn't calling the plays, that's when Trubisky had his best games. And look what he did in Buffalo in the preseason. He dominated. Like Trubisky is a very athletic quarterback. He learned from Josh Allen. Give him another shot. I, another I, think, he's, I think he's right yeah. where he needs to be as a backup quarterback to Josh Allen. I don't think Trubisky is worth anything more. But hey, if you can go and get him for pennies on a dollar, I guess. And he I mean, if you, own, and... if you if you own Josh Allen, I mean, you want Mitch Trubisky because yeah. he's he's like the ghetto version of Josh Allen. Like, and honestly. and for for those that don't know, Tyler is that guy in a superflex league where he will pick through the backup quarterbacks and just hold them. And then when they need to get when someone needs a quarterback, he flips them for a pick, and that's how his teams get better. So that's that's also known as John Boshing. John Bosch yeah. selects all starters. That's the difference. <laughs> John Bosch has like Tyler six does the other eight route. starters. For me, it it's so interesting. If you've got a young quarterback like Taylor Henneke, when he was with the Vikings, was talked about up here constantly. They loved him up here, and then he went elsewhere. And he was talked about a little bit like Carolina. Henneke was one of those players that a lot of teams like the Cecil Lammy and Sigma Bluma on the audible podcast. They talked about how much they liked him. It, I think he was in Denver for a little bit. And then that's when Minnesota picked him up. And, and Cecil Lammy was saying like, Hey, this quarterback is good. He's got lots of talent. Keep an eye on him. Hey, you know what? Sooner or later, sometimes they get their chance. Sometimes the cards fall. Uh, Garner Minshew is a great example who could be bought because he looks like he could play somewhere. I mean, uh, Sigmund Bloom and Cecil Lamy the other day even said they would love him in Pittsburgh just because he could hand the ball off. Seems like he a make, Pittsburgh. He seems like a Yinzer yeah, kind of guy. Yeah. He, he makes smart plays. He doesn't he need to throw the ball after deep. him. You know, he's the Gardner yeah. burger. A Minshew burger. Be one Minshew of those plant-based burgers. Yeah. The garden a, a mushroom burger, but Minshew. Oh, oh man. boy, we're off the rails. All right, <laughs> all right. That's the thing. Like quarterbacks, you gotta you gotta ying when people yang. 
like with Baker, he was all the hot stuff. Now he's he's thrown out. Yeah, he was top five for a while in Dynasty. I mean, our, our pal Rich Dotson had him above Mahomes. Said he'd be quarterback one after his rookie year. He's also a Browns fan, so there's a little bit That's of That's completely true. And I mean, I just I traded Zach Wilson straight up for Baker in a league. Uh, and I'm excited for that because you know what? I think Baker's going to recover. You know, like you said, Doug, half his body was literally broken. He had ribs bro- like broken. And his There's team so didn't much... ha- hold up around him either. Like we we forget that. Like the Odell Beck, he lost Odell Beckham or was Kareem there, Hunt was really... injured for a lot of the Correct. year. Nick Chubb so, missed some games. Jarvis was hurt here yep. and there. Yeah. So I, I, I Jones think, missed some games. I think too. Baker's final year of his uh, beginning contract is going to be very interesting. He's going into a contract is year. Baker Mayfield, the new Matt Ryan. It's every other year. I, I mean, I've always looked at Baker Mayfield ceiling wise is a great Kirk cousins. I don't think he's going to surpass that level of fantasy production, but he could be a viable QB low end QB one on a weekly basis sometimes. So depending on yeah. matchup. So I like that. If you can get him for low right now, like if you're trading, Jalen Hurts, and you can acquire Baker Mayfield plus. I'm okay with that. And I got yeah. him on the same roster. And, and <laughs> like you said, ba- Baker is the prime example of a quarterback two you want. Yeah, I agree with that. He's going to have some upside. Yep, I believe. All right. Well, that's going to wrap us up this week. Good quarterback talk, gentlemen. Once again, thank you to our sponsor, Fantasy Points. Check out their website, early bird specials for the 2022 season. Did want to give a shout out to Trophy Smack as well. When you go and get your league championship belt, grill, trophy, whatever you desire, whether it's for fantasy football, they have other sports as well. Hockey's going on right now. Basketball's going on. Baseball may never go on again. That's fine. It's boring. Um, there's, <laughs> there, there's trophies for those as well. And make sure you use code DHHRING. You get a high-quality, hefty $60 value championship ring when you use code DHHRING. So make sure you go and do that. And if you're looking for some new apparel, you know, it is a little chilly out. It was in the single digits here. I felt like it was Minnesota for a little while. Uh, you know, Verdian Global's got all the DHH apparel you can want on there. So you want some sweatshirts, some hats, a t-shirt. Love the hoodie. Oh, you want it's it. so comfy. It is, it is a great hoodie. So if you want to support the brand, make sure you go on to Verdian Global. Type in code DHH. Thank you in advance. That's going to do it this week. We'll be back next week on the Dynasty Happy Hour.